Once upon a time, deep in the forest, not everyone was destined for greatness. This is their tale. Like this time though, it's more like once upon a time, deep in the forest, yeah. not everyone was destined for greatness. When I was in, so there's a place in Michigan called Mackinac Island. It's yep. um, really, really cool. Famous for its fudge. Also famous for the fact that cars are not allowed. So there are all these horses. Oh, um, that's great. I was on a tour of. This is a short story. I was on a tour of it once, and the dude, the tour guide, was like telling this story of like uh, a rifle range, and like they were so short on supplies, they had to go out and pick up the like the shells that they fired so that they could then smelt it down and you know get the lead back. So there was like, oh, that's why that's where get the lead out comes from. And then he was like, that's a cool story, isn't it? I made it up. It's not real. And then oh. <laughs> kept going. <laughs> Damn. Oh, dip. Uh, welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper uh, RPGs in which we randomly determine as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other woodland stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Logan. I'm Lee. I'm Travis. And I'm Greg. We did a little bit of out of order there because Travis did the after the intro bit before the intro. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is what happens if we skip a week. Yeah. So, Rue, you want to recap? I would love to. Or, sorry, I would love to. Uh, Well, there it is. Found it. Took me a bit. Okay. A lot happened, but it can be summed up pretty easy. The bird army came. Their uh, Pegasus war machine things were, like, not... Uh, as well put together as I would assume they had hoped. That, combined with, you know, the preparation that Dargavant and Bave and Rodolph all did uh, with the town, and you setting the traps and all, it really did a number on those machines. I think, are they all incapacitated right now, the machines? So the two, yes, the two of them don't have drivers anymore. One was shot in the back, and one was tied up by Rue. And then scenes is still pretty functional, although there has been a giant sword stuck in the console, so could could be right. better. But on the flip side, are we all in pits? I know I'm in a pit almost being crushed by a Pegasus. Mm-hmm. I'm like about- face down on the ground in front of one of them because I tried to hit it. Mm-hmm. Dargavant? Well, I seem to be under a hand from one of the big machines. So, kind of a mix of good, mix of bad. Um, <laughs> but uh, more on the good side, we got friends coming. Tiffany and Bave should be on their way with some folks. Yep, they sprinted over as soon as they all saw you in trouble. Darkavant, what do you do under that claw that's got you? All right, so while I'm on the ground, I am going to attempt... Two, uh, I'm using my weapon master. I am going to try to improvise a weapon uh, by grabbing like 
big sharp rocks around me, and I'm going to attempt to 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 forge something on which to to continue to fight. Yeah, eight. All right. All right. So uh, when I improvise a weapon, I get to dictate the range tag and one additional tag on a hit, and then you determine a weakness because I got an eight. So I am just going to grab a. Um, Can I suggest a thing? Yeah. So since Bave is headed over here with a giant hammer, you can see like a pointy rock on the ground and you mm-hmm. can like do sort of a team attack where you hold it in a at its point on like the ankle or whatever or the wrist section and then she can like slam the hammer onto that so that it breaks okay. the thing apart. So I will make it uh my first tag is sharp for mm-hmm. what it is, so it will inflict harm even on a miss. Whatever, and then I will also pick weighty. Okay, yeah, and like a hefty pick, rock. Yeah, and points. I'm assuming like the weaknesses is that once it's hit with a big rock, it just gets destroyed because you get to pick oh. a weakness. Yeah, I mean it's just a rock from the ground, yeah. so yeah. yeah. So what I view this is is like I see Bave coming, I see everybody down. I know that that my sword is wreaking havoc up top, so I uh, like see the rock. I grab it. I'm really strong, so I just sort of twist around. I like whistle to get Babe's attention, and then I just like one-handed hold this rock up against the joint that's keeping me down. All right. Uh, I guess that's like a like some kind of team attack thing. I, I think um, whatever your attack is, you want to roll because I can't roll for Babe, but you can get plus one for the attack. I've been asking this is just carry a big stick when I'm trusting fate to see me through relying on strength. Sure, yeah. So that is literally exactly what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you're giving me an extra plus one, right? Mm-hmm. All right. That's an eight. Yeah. So a um, partial success. What's what's the fine print on that move? On a hit you scrape by, the GM tells me what it costs me. Uh this hurts your hand so bad. <laughs> you got smashed by a rock a little bit i mean yeah by a hammer a little bit like it's broken this thing's arm okay i'm going to take to basically mimic that i'm gonna just mark another decay on my plate armor okay okay but i do think this like hurt you it's it like didn't just dent the armor it's like your arm hurts (laughs) well yeah i mean like my plate armor is suffering Terribly, like yeah, it is. It is in a bad. It isn't a bad spot, but yes. Mm-hmm. Unless, like, because if you, unless you want to injure me, which is my third injury, which I'm assuming knocks me out, and I oh, don't know well, that we want to do no, that. No, it's this, you know. Yeah, but your arm hurts real bad. Yeah. yeah. And then once it like shatters, I'll I'll do my best to stand up. Well, yeah, like so. As soon as that happens, the the thing sort of goes limp. The the hand that was pressing you against the ground, and then mm-hmm. sort of like swings back the other way. Uh, and Bave turns around to help Chensina up. Or okay. I guess actually, let's say Tiffany arrives to help you up because <laughs> they were both headed that way, <laughs> and Bave had to do a thing. Okay. Um. So, uh, I think Chensina's really mad. Um. So th- I think this is how this plays out. Well, I didn't go to plan. And then what you see is she just leaves the broken hammer in the ground. She pulls mm-hmm. out her trusty hammer. Mm-hmm. And she just climbs up and she's just 
going for it. She's going for it. She's gonna. She's gonna. I don't know. Grapple or something. With is that what you do? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will help boost you up there. Like, if you want to come running towards me, I will just toss you up there. I have. Okay. I think. I think. Okay. Okay. I think this is what it looks like. She gets up. She leaves that. Tiffany's helped her up. She says, "Well, I didn't go to plan." And then she turns around. She pulls out her hammer and she goes, "D." (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yep. And he helps her up. (laughs) I'm like from far down in the pit by the robot. I'm like, you can do it. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, go team. (laughs) This one's for you, bro. Thanks. Hey, that one's going to be for me. (laughs) (laughs) And then she whispers to her hammer, you better do a good job. (laughs) And she rolls with her zero might. Oh, you're kidding me. Pretty bad. (sighs) Nothing cool is working. All right. Well, so I think this is like you were trying to grapple with scene, but like it's just too much, right? You're trying to climb on this moving mechanical thing, and it's moving because Dargavant and Maeve just like crashed one of its legs. Yeah, I think that this just, you're, you didn't, it's just a really hard climb to get up there because it's a moving big thing and you didn't you just didn't make as much leeway as you or as much headway as you thought you could okay. um, you're Am just I sort at of least like up there but you're, just like you're not quite I mean, you is a failed hit. roll so you're not quite to the top okay Bave runs over to the pit and is like hold on buddy and grabs a thing of rope and tosses it down to your roof Rue grabs onto it, and I think, like, this is the moment where the defeatist Rue would be like, what's the fucking point? I'm just gonna get knocked back in the pit again. You know, like, the that side of Rue could really come out here, but uh, instead, I think not only has this place changed him, but this, uh, he's been with Chancina a while, but this, this group in particular of Chancina, Dargavant, and Rue, I think the three of them together has made him act in ways that he wouldn't uh, naturally, and I think he likes kind of the him that he's been becoming the last while, so he just looks at the rope and he looks at how high he's gonna have to pull himself. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. And then he pulls himself up, like, he's clearly hurt, like, otherwise he'd have just flown out. Uh, but he pulls himself out. He gets to the top. He breathes. Give me a second. It's not you. It's baby steps. <laughs> and then he rolls over. He takes out his bow. And he tries to shoot scene. Do you have something that can ignore armor? <laughs> Quick question. Oh. <laughs> oh right, it's through. It's through. Like, is it glass that I would be that I would be trying to shoot through? I don't feel like Maybe this I'd... is glass. I think it's just sort of like an enclosure, like a cage. Got it. Um, yeah. in that case, thread it through where my sword went. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> Sounds good. I think that's probably. I have murder, but it also says longbow special moves Harry. So I think that's what it is. Yeah, you can't, you can't murder unless you're in intimate range. Harry a group of enemies <laughs> at far range. Tell that to anybody who's been shot with an arrow. <laughs> Indeed. 
I'm just I'm just reading the text. <laughs> uh, so that's with cunning. My cunning is plus two. Either way this goes, uh, I have not hit enter yet. <laughs> Before he fires, he turns to Truncina and uh, he says, actually, Truncina, he turns to the whole crowd, actually, of, of allies. And he says, Before I fire this, let's get our story straight. When Truncina said this one was for you, Rue, we all agree that's the one that did it and that's the one that worked. And then he <laughs> fires. Uh, that's an eight. Hey. She so she says before before like as it's flying through the air she she says Nah, that one was just to help you help you <laughs> help you <laughs> Let's see. So, on an 8 choose one. They suffer morale harm or they are pinned or blocked. Um they're kind of already pinned or blocked. I was gonna say, huh? already pinned. So I guess so they suffer harm morale is- harm. Yeah, I don't know how what that looks like. I think that. Well, the- I mean, she has not suffered a single morale harm this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I think she has. Like her two people that she had driving, the other two things are gone and or yeah. dealt with, and she she but is, she is not outwardly. She's not lost any... confidence in her own yeah. abilities. Yeah. She's yeah. just very disappointed in her allies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. So now she's like. Oh shit! Maybe. <laughs> yeah. So I think that the, the arrow does make contact. I think it goes through her wing, and she's already like super beat up and singed and bloody, and that is the first time. Like just like you said, Lee. It's just like oh shit. Like she really like takes note of the fact that she's one person, and there's like a whole village staring down <laughs> her way. <laughs> And she gets kind of scared, like her eyes just go kind of wide, and I punch she... her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. Seven. I'm, I'm assuming this is technically engaged sword to sword. Yeah. It's a punch. Oh, there you go. Because uh, because the thing is, I have Harry, which would let me roll with cunning, but I don't have a ranged weapon, so I can't Harry because Harry is ranged. You can always just thing. throw your hammer, but that would not be very chancy enough. It would not, but also it says that my hammer is not ranged, so. Oh, there you go. All right, what did we do? Wait, hold on. You said this is engage or grapple? Sword to sword. Engage, okay. Um, inflict serious harm. You suffer little. No, I inflict serious harm. I'm fucking her shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, you you punch her and it it's like it clocks her. Uh, and like the thing that she was doing at the time, she just sort of like her hand just hits a couple of buttons on the side as she's like sl- slinking over and she's knocked out. Uh, and as she slumps to the ground, you start, you hear ticking. Um, okay. I, she's probably too pinned in to move, isn't she? Uh, I mean, you could probably get her out of there, but it is, it's tight for sure. Okay, um... I think at this point, I also want to run up there and use my guardian to, like, attempt to push them both out of the way, and I'll grab my sword and try to wreck the shit so that it stops ticking. But, like, my intention is okay, to use so, the Okay, defense. but as you're doing that, like, I fucking know you. So I'm like... <laughs> 
Garvin, this is not the time to start stabbing shit. You don't know what's going to happen. You need to let me look at this. Get her out of here. All right. I mean, I'm still going to use Guardian. So, and I defend someone or something from an immediate NPC or environmental threat. I roll with might. Uh, on a hit, I keep them safe and I can choose one. On a seven to nine, it costs. I expose myself to danger or escalate the situation. Hmm. Okay, so great. Awful nice for me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for not listening to Chunzina at all. <laughs> hey, listen to Chunzina next time. <laughs> and I still hit, so I keep them safe and choose one. I put it into a vulnerable spot, but you also get to expose my. I'm exposed to danger or I escalate the situation. So you were you were saving somebody. Who did you save? Scene or Chunzina? Well, when Chanzina said, I want to look at it, I will toss scene out. Yeah, okay. So you successfully do. She, you throw her, and I don't know, it's somebody who you think is going to catch her, maybe? I don't care. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she she goes flying. You, you don't know what happened. toss her out. <laughs> Goodbye. Good job saving her from danger. <laughs> By throwing her out. It's okay. Uh, so that but, happens. I mean, the point is, is that I'm up there that if this goes super south, I'm also able to push Chancina out of the way. Like, yeah, I'm if it looks like it's going to go, then I am there using this move to protect Chancina mm-hmm. if it can't be fixed. Like, I'm not really there for scene. I am there for Chancina. Got it. So scene is flung out. But in doing so, in getting into that cage so you could fling scene out of the way, your plate armor is just, like, stuck. You're stuck in the thing. There's still enough room for Chunsi to examine it, but you can't get out of there. Okay. Okay. What kind of roll do I need to make to figure out what's going on here? Trust fate? Mm, or, I mean, I am a tinkerer. I'm a tinkerer, so I feel like, I mean, I think it's, I, mean, I think you just do this. This is the thing you do. Okay. It's like helper interfere like is just an automatic roll. You, as long as you have an exhaustion to mark. I do, and, yeah. Okay, so yeah. mark an exhaustion and... To create an opportunity or obstacle is what it says. So, so I'm creating an opportunity. So I I think I'm looking at the buttons and like it's just one of those things where I can just see what buttons she pushed because they're pushed. Like you think <laughs> it's going to be like a... You know, you don't know, but then you look at it and you're like, oh, they're depressed. The buttons are depressed. <laughs> and then I push it again just to see like, okay, well, if I push it again, does it come back up? And and now it's not selected anymore. And that's what I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think this is like bought significant amount of time, but like I, I don't think that this stuff. It's like still smoking thing. and making weird noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the the sword and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the the ticking is like significantly slowed down. It's like it was. It's like that should have stopped it, but it didn't quite. You know. But it's like a super slow motion version. Hey, Darkvon, I don't think this is working. Uh, we got we got to get out of here. All right, go. I'll follow. And she like moves to to go, and then just like full force runs into him, and he doesn't move because he's stuck. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm I'm gonna do carry a big stick. I'm gonna trust Thrate by relying just purely on strength to rip us out of this thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, an eleven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think um I think you just sort of engage all the you just cut all the belts on your armor just to slip it off so you can it's easier to move and you can get out of there. 
Yeah, I think like I grab, I just grab the sword and like do a big swipe and then jump. I think we're like holding hands, jumping down and just walking <laughs> away. I think instinctively push, push Shenzita and myself down onto the ground, assuming mm-hmm. it's going to explode. <laughs> oh, fuck. are you like right next to where I'm already laying on the ground? I think like, so. Panting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she like turns her head over and looks at Rune. Is like, hey. <laughs> you all are hearing the hey what's that well I think this thing might blow up oh, she like puts like, her much? arm around Rue so they're all how like blo- on the ground how much blow up are y'all how much blow up are we talking well we about to find out <laughs> is there some move in this game that's like Army crawl with your friends. Call upon all of the goodwill that you've created this season despite being an asshole, and I roll and see if someone comes to save us. Yeah, that's called uh, trust fate. (laughs) Oh, okay. There is a roll. I mean, no, you have two friends that are fully capable right next to you. Oh, okay. (laughs) Babe and Tiffany, like, scoop you up and try to, like, walk with you as, as best as they can. I think everybody's sort of limping, but there's also... Like a trench, so I think that yeah, you all collectively run the other way, like through the legs of the thing, yeah. the other way. That uh, makes sense to me. Yeah, and I think you just like just run as fast as you all can uh, away until you hear an explosion. <laughs> it's like the thing had a self-destruct sequence. Because birds, yeah. you, like you, Rue, you're like, of course it does. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Is that because, like, they don't want, like, if the thing's going down, they don't want the enemy to have, to be able to analyze the mechanisms? Is it that kind of thing? Or get in and pilot it themselves. Got it. Yeah. That kind of thing. <sighs> Did, can we just win? As much as you can on these things, but yeah. Shanzina <laughs> <laughs> rolls over on her back and looks at wherever Tiffany is, and she says, I don't think I like this murder and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the more we talk about it, seems kind of bad. <laughs> what? What? You see, you see, like flits of red above the air, and then they, like diving down towards you. Oh, well, are you okay? So, Mean Bakar, is it Mean Bakar, Hellion, and Habitus? Yeah. We, we heard three explosions, so we ran out of the mines. I'm so glad you three are okay. How's everybody in the mines? Oh, they're great. Yeah, th- th- nothing happened. We, we played checkers? <laughs> Who won? Oh, well, Hellion, but, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Good job, Hellion. Hmm. I think we're I think we're done. Whoa. Done. Done. Mm-hmm. 
Oh. Right? I turn to my friends right. There's nothing else. Uh, I mean, define done. Yeah. Like for now. Let's just say. For today? Yeah, we're done. Yeah. (laughs) I think we're done for today, but uh, anybody seen that lady we've been trying to kill all afternoon? The one we already tied up like t- uh, t- two days ago. We should probably find out if she blew up just now. That's all I'm saying. Hey, can you three tie her up again like you did before? <laughs> I don't think she's got much fighting her, so <laughs> go ahead. Uh, okay, where is she? I don't know, I'm around. I, I think Babe is like, uh, okay, we're ha- there's just a lot of explosions going on. Uh, let's not send the children to, to, to tie up a murderer uh, right now. They're capable. They've done it before. They have more experience tying up scene than any of us. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think Chancina, like, sits up and sees, like, can she see scene? Uh, sure. Do you want to? Maybe a trust fate? Like, yeah, well, let me do that. Somebody want to make a trust fate for scene? <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Eight. All right. Uh, I think that means she's not dead, but also didn't, like, get away or anything. Yeah, I think she's her feathers are further singed, and she's just laying on the ground, passed out, in a really bad way. I think probably critical. All right, all right. So Chancina sits up. She sees scene, and she looks at the kids, and she says, "Nah, it's all right. I got this one." Okay. And she like sort of. I mean, you can come with me, but ah, it's up to you. I think they follow at a pretty safe distance. <laughs> like they're curious, but also scared. <laughs> yeah. So I approach and uh, tie her up. Okay. I mean, hooray. It's, we did it. You did it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go see if I can find one of them cylinders. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You want to re- investigate the wreckage? Yeah, yeah. There's at least one of them is is just yeah. Chilling. I'm imagine in the two that, unless the did all three explode or just the one? All three of them exploded. Okay, but it doesn't look like the cylinder was the explosion mechanism. So there's one okay. like barely intact. Yeah, I'm gonna grab that and just drag my sorry butt back. I think your plate armor is done for because you know you left it in the thing and then it exploded. So you know she ties up, uh, scene. And just kind of leaves her there. <laughs> She's just like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Somebody else can deal with that. Tiffany speaks up. Uh, I've got some uh, prisoner keeping experience and, uh, you know, a little bit of baggage about it. But it's fine. I could I could use that skill set, right? I mean, that's great. Sure. I think you got a lot more skills than just being... I mean, there's a. You don't have to do that. Anyway, I need you for something else. Oh, okay. And what? she literally just tackles her to the ground and kisses her. Like, full on, sloppy, wet kiss. Like, just. <laughs> the sloppiest. <laughs> <laughs> And then she, after that, she pulls back and she's like, I'm sorry. I mean, I could be sorry, but I'm probably not sorry. Is that okay? <laughs> she kisses you back. <laughs> Great. 
Okay. Uh, you can be the jailer now. I just... <laughs> well, now I don't have any interest in that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I might die, and I just... It was one of those things where you just think, like, dang, what's my whole life even been? And Anyway... Anyway... And she just holds her hand. Yeah, she squeezes your hand. Yeah. Oh. That's it. You get a visual once things calm down a little bit. You get a visual of Rue just silently like picking up debris and just like cleaning up shit. <laughs> no one tells him to. He puts everything in a nice pile. Uh, and like you can just see the sun setting behind him, like it's Aww. just it's just a time lapse. Yeah, a, a day or a couple days later, uh, I just just tell me what's going on. I'm assuming that pretty much Dargavant just walked back into town by himself and then went went back into his office because I doubt, like I don't know that anybody, like everybody had their own stuff, and he's not one to do much. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he just did his job and I just think he walked, like, I think while that's all happening, he's like, the scene of him is just him walking back, dragging his sword behind him with that stupid cylinder in his hand. And he just Mm -hmm. walks back into town and then walks into this office. And so like, I think back in the office, he just tosses it on like this, tosses the cylinder on the desk and sets the, um, sword up against the wall, walks to the door and just puts up a sign that says closed <laughs> and then walks back and just collapses in the bed for however long it takes for him to not be this tired or this hurt. He writes two letters. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, he writes to Soma Shin where that he wraps around that cylinder mm-hmm. and just says, this is it. <laughs> and then the last, le- <laughs> the last letter he writes, he just writes to Bantho and says, Bantho is your husband yeah. for the listener. Bantho, my husband, just says, I'm in special Oakwood. We've been apart for too long. Please come. Rue's thing is like maybe two days later. Mm-hmm. He's in the classroom. He's in the classroom that the kids of the school that the kids learn in. And he's at the chalkboard. <laughs> and like the camera only sees the end of this big chalk conspiracy board, essentially. <laughs> and and Rue is, and like the last bit of it says, like step thirty six, investigate Grisk of Fizz. <laughs> and Rue is like, okay, now this one's a long shot, but I once did see an illustration of a Pegasus that was exactly like the one that I had seen earlier. Is by this illustrator. We need to figure out who this is, <laughs> and maybe we can find out where the real Pegasuses are. Mimikar, Halion, and uh, Hevitus are all, they all salute and say, like, we Sir. are. And then the camera uh, starts zooming out and slowly panning up the chalkboard. And you see, like, all the items. And they're stupid, stupid, dumb <laughs> leads. But just like the, the, if there's any possibility that it could be a lead that could lead to finding a Pegasus. Rue wrote it down and it's like part and like it's in order it's in order too it's like you do this first and then we do this and like it's just all these stupid leads one of them probably says Pegasus stew question mark uh, but when it finally gets to the top 
Each one is also labeled with, like, how much time Rue estimates it'll take. So, like, Investigate Grisk of Thiz has, like, a couple weeks written down. Uh, there's some that are just, like, a day or two's job. When you finally get to the top, step one is rest, and it's listed <laughs> as six months. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's, you know, Chazina definitely is spending time with Tiffany, spending time with Bave and sort of trying to help set things right in the town and like come up with a plan for what can be done for the future. Mm-hmm. And then I think the last thing that, that Chuncina does uh, expand on it at all or leave it as the thing. But I think the last thing she does is call for a group meeting with Rue and Dargavant mm-hmm. to talk about like, all right, we're this group. We, we've decided to, to be this thing. And if we're going to be the fucking three musketeers or something, like, <laughs> you know, what do we do? What do we do now? I feel like, so like the end, the end end. Yeah. Is when Chanzina calls the meeting and they, the, you see the three of them sitting at the table and they're just kind of talking things out. And in the middle of the table is like, I want to say in the middle of the table is a pile of pins that are like our pins, mm-hmm. but they're like smaller versions. Oh, for the so town? So it's like, for the, yeah, for like people who are in it with us, who want mm. to mm. make a change and, you know, no birds, no cats, something different. Mm-hmm. No gods, no kings, only man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I mean, if you allowed them to be here, I think Bave and Tiffany would have wanted mm-hmm. to attend this meeting as well. Yeah. The yeah, kids absolutely sure. would have wanted to be there. I don't know yeah. if we let them. <laughs> I would. I would vote. I would vouch I, for their being here. I think Chanzina's a hundred. Like, she's like they're grownups now. Yeah. <laughs> this, this thing happened, and and really everyone in town. And now, like, the members of Oystertainment are, are fully integrated into town as well. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Here's what it is. It starts out with the three of them, and they're just kind of talking. And then more people drift in. And by mm-hmm. the end, like, every standing spot, like, every spot in this whole office of Dargavants is just, like, packed out with people. Is it like a montage where we're seeing, like, it's like a weekly meeting, and, like, the first week it's just the three of us, and then it's the three of (gasps) us and Tiffany and Babe, and then it's the three of us and Tiffany and Babe and the kids, and then it's the three of us and Tiffany and Babe and the kids and Rodolph. And the is getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, like it. That's how it went. Their little group kept meeting and growing until it wasn't little at all. A few weeks later, Bantho made it to the clearing too. Wasn't long before he was wearing a pin along with the rest of us. And there we were. All manner of critters crowded into this building and trying to figure out how to help all of us work together to make a better woodland. Well, I guess that about wraps up the story.
There's a clearing through the trees up north from Woodby. Nicer denizens you're not likely to find. Birds and cats and rats and all the critters you can name, they all get treated just the same in special Butternut's been taken by the Marquis. The big tree in Shaggy Creek's the Erie's nest. Golden Frog's seen better days, and Gilhame's just a memory. And special Oakwood seems to be a home for birds and cats and rats and all the critters you can name. They all get treated just the same in special Cats and rats and all the critters you can name, they all 